Hi, this is Avi Fischoff, and this recording is regarding twisted parenting, affectionately known as TP, which is an alternative approach that I personally developed over many years to guide families on how to deal with kids in crisis that are unfortunately in a situation of pikuach nefesh, grave danger. The following recording is from my TP crisis group, where parents come together for my support and guidance. Please note that all parents under my care have been sent to me by their dastaira, who commit to remain involved in the entire process to guide and paskin any shyless that come up. Please note that the voices have been digitally altered to protect privacy. I would like to report that my daughter was diagnosed with bipolar and personality disorder and depression. All of this completely vanished after about a year of AVI. Now, after two years, there's absolutely no diagnosis, no medication, off all medicine. Uh, doctors are totally not giving her any any of these diagnoses anymore. Thank you, AVI. My son, that is 22 years old, he was very messed up, unfortunately. It was very difficult in the house, yelling and throwing things and breaking. It made a very hard atmosphere. It wasn't being part of the family. It would break things, it would yell. It was uh, really very bitter and uh, everybody around him was just uh, terrified and not feeling uh, good around. Baruch Hashem, since we started to come to Avi, that's about uh, six, seven months ago, I can just say that the atmosphere, Baruch Hashem, changed a lot. The whole attitude and the way we look at him is just so much softer, and we we get back, of course, in return. He's a lot more calm. There is no bad electricity in the house. It's a lot more calm. And I would say that the house is completely, completely a different home. Baruch Hashem, thanks to Avi. After seeing many professionals, including social workers, therapists, psychotherapists, psychiatrists, at 12 years old, our son was diagnosed with ADHD, ODD, and OCD. He had severe OCD symptoms. He was put on several medications, including Prozac and Antunis. He did 13 sessions of EBT for his OCD, and he felt that he was okay, conquered it. But symptoms kept on coming back. We did some more therapy, went back and forth for several years, while his medications were constantly increased. And at the same time, his hyperactivity and ODD escalated. Almost immediately after we started TP, his hyperactivity disappeared, his oppositional defiance gone, OCD symptoms faded away a little slower, it's now almost two years that we're doing TP. He's not taking any meds. There's no hyperactivity. There's no ODD. And there is no OCD symptoms at all. TP works. Thank you. My son was forced to go to a psychiatrist, top psychiatrist in Manhattan. And he was put on medicine on and off. Bigger the dose, lower the dose. And uh, nothing helped. And then we had to pay to go from one mechanic to the other mechanic to get advice, and nothing helped. And uh, finally, after Avi, we find out the truth that it's trauma-related and nothing with the other names. Our son had social issues from when he was young, learning issues from when he was very young, concentration problems, was diagnosed as bipolar, was addicted to marijuana for over five years, started to dabble with hardcore drugs, angry, frustrated, etc. We started Twisted Parenting, and a year and a half later, he dropped his marijuana on his own, stopped all hardcore drugs, stopped all addiction for that matter, is out working, keeps a job, is pleasant to be around, 
learns, reads, laughs. He's just fun to be around, pleasure to be around him. He's our sweetest kid and uh, just uh, incredible to watch. The healing, no meds. And once we started Twisted Parenting, that also led my son to let us know about severe trauma that he had when he was really very, very young. So today we also understand why he was diagnosed with all these uh, things when he was younger and no one, not from psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, specialists, rabbonim, maskonim, doctors, no one, no one, no one, no one picked up on the fact that he was a trauma victim, but rather labeled him with different issues and tissues and gave meds and told us all kind of things. And today he's healing. We're looking forward to more healing and more growth with Hashem's help. We're very, very grateful for the education of Twisted Parenting, for the chizuk, to be able to do Twisted Parenting, for the understanding, and for what it has done for our child. Thank you so much. When we came to Avi about two years ago, my son was uh, totally dysfunctional, out of school. He dropped out of school. He was in the streets all day with bad kids. He was doing drugs, and that's all they did. Uh, that's all he did day in, day out. He, we didn't know how to stop him. We didn't know what to do. He was uh, getting worse and worse. He wasn't functioning. He hung out with the wrong people, and we had no control over his life. He was nervous. He was cursing. He was... Um, we called it a rebel, but he was just doing all the wrong thing. And my our main concern was the, the drugs and everything. And we went to a therapist, to rabbis. They suggested to use control, lock him out of the house, and all these things that, of course, just got my son worse. After we went to Avi, now, today's day, two years after, now he's completely drug-free. He doesn't... Um, do any of these things, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't drugs, he doesn't hang out with bad people, he goes to college, wakes up in the morning, nice and early, goes to college every day, he registers a summer semester, and he's functioning like a normal boy, just like we wanted him to be. He had multiple behavioral issues. He had seen multiple therapists over the years. He was actually diagnosed by more than one psychiatrist as having severe anxiety uh, for which he was prescribed multiple medications. The situation progressed to the point where he became addicted to certain drugs. There were narcotics being taken. At one point he even became suicidal, had attempted suicide at least once. I mean, as you could see the situation was pretty bad. After implementing Avi Fischoff's TP method, as we call it, the behavioral issues almost immediately began to change. Things got a little better in that respect. However, the other issues were a little more difficult to overcome. However, after a few years of sticking with this program, my son made a complete turnaround. Today, he is no longer suicidal. He is no longer taking drugs of any kind. He is no longer taking medications of any kind. He holds down a full-time job, he's happily married, and he has become religious, and he's just become a pleasure to have around, whereas before it was uh, totally the opposite. Uh, so we are uh, forever indebted to Avi Fischoff. Before we came to Avi, 
our daughter had a broken self-esteem. She couldn't accept any compliments. She had a very negative feeling about herself and about everybody around her. She was unhappy. She couldn't concentrate. She couldn't fall asleep. Couldn't wake up in the morning. Anxious. She was a bad influence to all around her. And then she started spiraling in Yiddishkeit as well. It caused a lot of shul bias because of the psychic. Should we let her? Should we not let her? She, what do you do with the situation? Who do we go to? Should we let her friend come by? Should we not? Should we let her go out? Should we not go out? Should we say something? If she's not going to listen anyway, should we say? Should we not say? There was no nights. Our other kids were suffering, although at that time we didn't even see it. We were so much in pain ourselves that we couldn't see how our other kids were suffering. The house was tense, and I cried a lot. And we were really, really at a wit's end with no direction. Nobody understood us. It was full of shame and pain and blame and guilt. We were falling apart. And then we came to Avi. From the first time I spoke to Avi, there was already a marked difference. The house became calm and happy. She became the most beloved member of the family. She started healing. Even though she was spiraling in Yiddishkeit, she started healing emotionally. So even though she fell into drugs and bad friends and all that bad relationships, through Avi's Hadrocha, constant Hadrocha, 24-7, she now has is drug-free for a year, calm, happy, self-confident, loves Yiddishkeit, proud of her family, protects her family, her siblings, doesn't want them to fall in any way, uh, is very proud of her parents. She calls us a role model and very hopeful of herself and all around her. And Avi's Mahalach had actually even saved her life more than once. It's truly the only one who came through with us in the most terrible, terrible, hurtful, shameful decision of having a child go of the derech. It had all started when my son was around 10. We were forced to unfortunately put him on medication. He was diagnosed with ADHD, depression and more. And the medication did not help. We were going from doctor to doctor. Everyone just kept on changing to something else. Gave him more of this, less of that. And we had a crazy impulsive child that not only did not succeed in school, but he fell through everything. Kicked out on a daily basis. And we were called down to Yeshiva every other day, not getting to any conclusions what to do. We gave him help, a lot of help, career tutors, therapists, and more. We spent thousands of dollars for him, but we were going in the dark and tapping a wall. And with such a behavior, of course, things started spiraling down. At the age of 16, even with the best, most expensive Yeshiva and help, he unfortunately dropped out of yeshiva and just roamed around in the streets till the wee hours of the night. We didn't know if he was alive or chad dead. Every night was a nightmare. This went on for a while. And then he started dealing and using drugs. And then he started forcing us to give him a car, our new car. He bashed it up, not once, not twice, but a few times. Thank God he was okay. It was only a lot of money damage. Fixing or repairing, that the insurance went up skyrocketing. At home, the Matsev was very tense and tight. We didn't know how to handle him, and every wrong word was another punch in the wall. We had a lot of holes in the wall. 
things broke. He would sometimes out of anger hold on my husband. The case and trauma was unbelievable and a big disaster. And then, when things were un unbearable, after a big attack, we were introduced to Avi, our lifesaver. With Siata Deshmeyer, our life was turned around. We were trained and taught that this is a machla, and we have to know how to deal with them. Things turned around 360 degree. It was a long, hard journey, but Baruch Hashem, we tried and followed through. Our house became more peaceful, no more screaming and fights, no more banging on walls and no more stealing, and no more bashing up cars. His Baruch Hashem went sober at the age of almost 18. He's now up to four months, Baruch Hashem. He's doing great. He took control over his life. He's a very careful driver. Thank you, Avi, for helping us and leading our way. And Bezrat Hashem, we should only hear Viserys Davis. My son was diagnosed with ADHD as a small child. He couldn't sit straight in class. He couldn't sit for a minute. Um, he was on ADHD medication. It never helped. He was thrown out of many yeshivas. We put him into special programs, and he was thrown out of those as well. We had tutoring for him and all sorts of um, psychiatrists and psychologists, and we took him to all sorts of therapies, and nothing really helped. He was always very wild and never sat. He was the biggest troublemaker. When he was in 11th grade, the last yeshiva that we were able to put him into threw him out, and at that point, we didn't have where to put him anymore, and no yeshiva was willing to take him. And at that point, since he didn't have anymore where to go, and he stayed home, he started spiraling down. He started with drugs at first, light stuff like marijuana, and slowly escalated into heavier drugs. And then he started with girls, and slowly his life just spiraled down. Eventually, he even tried to kill himself. He took a bottle of his pills, his ADD pills, with a bottle of vodka, and took it all and told us goodbye and ran into the woods. We had Shomrim go find him, and they called K-9 units, and they found him, and we took him to the hospital. At another time, Baruch Hashem, we saved him. At another time, he was arrested for selling drugs, and we had to bail him out. And he had sometimes all kinds of girls and boys in our basement coming at all times of the day and night. We had an overdosed girl. He almost got another girl pregnant. I mean, life was no picnic with him. Life was very hard. We were in so much pain. We had so much to deal with. There was nothing we could do with him. Every therapist that we went to told us, you know, you have to close your doors and you have to wash your hands off of him if you want your family to function. And we were at, at our wit's end, and we were ready to give up on him, but we heard about Avi Fishoff and decided to give him one more try. We figured we have nothing to lose. He's free, doesn't charge. So we went to see him, and... Baruch Hashem, this was almost three years ago that we went to see him, and it was a lot of hard work, but about a year ago, my son decided, although he never learned in his life and never liked to learn, he decided to go to Eretz Yisrael to learn in Yeshiva, 
And he went, and he's still here, and he's clean of drugs since over a year ago, completely clean. He never went to rehab, just the work that we did with him. He's a happy person today. He is doing phenomenally well. We never thought in our wildest dreams that he would be doing so well like he's doing today. Give you a little introduction. We are a family of Chinuch, in Chinuch. Um, we're warm, loving family full of communication and that's why he kind of hit us um, really out of left field when one day our daughter the daughter that was always the one on the phone with her friends learning extra and sweet innocent tells us in 10th grade that she has not been eating for over a year she's been starving herself and she's faking eating supper and the rest of the day she eats nothing um, and we were totally floored by that, and she said, I need help. We went to the psychologist and the doctors. She was checked into a outpatient. So we went to the psychologist, and we made contracts, contracts about things that she absolutely has to do, otherwise she gets consequences, and it did not work. Um, things got worse and worse and worse, and uh, she got kicked out of high school, and she became suicidal, and um, I don't have to ex- explain what that feels like. Only once you go through it can you understand that. In fact, one time, the worst part of that episode was right when our daughter became a Kala. And we were planning divorce, and that's when our daughter decided that she wanted to kill herself. And again, she was really brave and really strong, and she said, I need to be checked into a hospital. And our family was amazing about this. Um, we... Uh, our daughter, the Kala, in fact, spent many, many hours, although she was getting engaged. At that time, I, we called Avi. Avi, a very good, long-time friend from way back when, long before Home Sweet Home. And we talked on the phone. Our family really embraced this TP approach. At that point, we had spoken and discussed it, and we embraced it. And our daughter's siblings were unbelievable about it, um, and they really, really came through. One night, she was out with a guy snuck out in the middle of the night, came back at 5 in the morning on I don't know what. But we didn't judge. We loved her, we hugged her, and we spoke through the night, and she kept on apologizing, and we, we just kept on loving her. One of the most amazing turnarounds came from the time when she was out with a guy. Um, she hid it from us, she snuck out, and I called Avi, and Avi told us, just apologize. Tell her that you're sorry that she had to sneak out on you. And I really thought he was out of his mind. But we did it, and I can tell you that on the spot, our daughter looked at us and said, what are you doing? But she believed us, that we really, really felt terrible, that that we didn't trust her enough, that just tell us what she wants and whatever it is, and we're there for her. And that really made a major turnaround from then on. We would drive her sometimes Mm -hmm. hours to uh, an hour here, an hour back, to uh, get together with some guy that she wanted to hang out with. And on the way back, I would ask her what she ate, and she would say, you don't want to know what I ate because you know it's not kosher and we were told it makes no difference what it is as long as you're eating we don't care what it is and we kept on giving that message and she kept on hearing it and she she really realized that we were telling her the truth and it made such a huge difference to her and over the past couple of years she always contrasts our re- reactions to many other parents and how amazed she is and continues to be at how much we love her and one time we drove her to Detroit hours and hours to get to to hang, to hang out with uh, some guy and it's actually a from guy but um, but um, we drove her and she spent a few hours and came right back. And again, she would say, like, I can't believe you just took off of work to do this. And 
We would just keep on giving her that same message. Whatever you need, that's what we're here for. The doctors along the way kept on saying they were out of our minds. And the psychologist said this is no way to help a child. But now, again, like I said, we laugh at those contracts because they were so meaningless. Because what really, really began to turn her around was allowing her to do all those things and supporting her. And then she didn't need to do a lot of those things because, amazingly enough, she started getting better. She got was able to leave outpatient. She was get healthy. She gained weight. And she graduated to the point where she said she wanted to go to seminary. And we probably should have listened a little bit better. We went to a seminary where was a seminary we never would have gone to before, but apparently it wasn't quite good enough because about a week into seminary, she got kicked out with another girl. The other girl called home and got yelled at and screamed at and disowned, basically. When she called us and told us, we said, we're so sorry, and we apologize for putting her through this. We should have listened to her better, and we love her, and what do you want to do next? And there was $15,000 down the drain. And we didn't mention it one time. We said she apologized about it over and over. She was crying about it. We kept on saying, it's no big deal. Who cares? What do you want? And she said, I love Israel and I want to stay. But there's an NCSY seminary. And we said, great. We looked three, uh, four or five days later. We had her into that NCSY seminary. And another fifteen, eighteen thousand dollars $18,000 later didn't make a difference. Not that we had it, of course, but it made no difference. And she always looks back and says, look at my friend's parents' reaction and look at your reaction. And she knew 100% that we were for, with her. There are different components to the program for the eating disorder. There's the part where the, the um, patient has to gain a certain amount of weight, um, pass a certain amount of tests, which is all physical. And um, Baruch Hashem, she made a lot of progress in that area to the point where she was able to graduate because she was able to gain the weight, maintain the weight. So that's how she graduates from the outpatient therapy. There was another component, which is with the psychologists, um, um, a couple of different psychologists and a doctor, and that's where they discuss the different approaches that you take and, and, and how to get the child to listen and to follow directions and to want to gain the weight and the attitude. Um, and that is the part where we differed, um, and Baruch Hashem we did, because their approach was not the right approach. She was also on two different medications, one for, one for anxiety medication, and she was also on for another drug as well. And Baruch Hashem, um, she was able to graduate from both. She has not taken anti-anxiety medication for over two years now, or almost two years now. So Baruch Hashem, that was a wonderful, amazing, amazing thing where she just said one day, I don't need it anymore. And uh, she was 100% correct. And she, she's healed. Baruch Hashem, 100% emotionally, 100% physically. She's a great, great girl. She always was. Along this entire journey, it's just been unbelievable, but she got cured from eating disorder, not the way the psychologist said to do it, but with the TP method. And who knows where we'd be without this method, and I, I don't even want to think about it. And again, I'm amazed at what people do, and each one has their own journey, but we thank Avi from the bottom of our hearts, and you know, we're better parents, we're better mechanchem because of this. I've totally changed my approach to chenach ever since this happened, and although it doesn't apply to every case, we know, but there's something to apply in every situation. Baruch HaVatzlach to everyone, and um, I hope this gives a, some people some chizek to help them get through, because there really is a light at, at the end of the tunnel, and um, 
Mirza we should all see them. Years ago, I already suspected that he's listening to the radio in this room on Shabbos, or there were many days that I suspected he wasn't putting on film. This is already going all the way back to, to right after his bar mitzvah. Also, he always used to drink a lot. We found many times, we found alcohol in this room, which we would take away and spill out. At some point, we even poured out all the beer and all the mashka we had in the house left over from the Shalom Zachas of the kids and the Brisson, whatever we had in the house, we threw out. At one point, even after he dropped out of yeshiva, he went along with his class in the Shabbaton. He took along a few bottles of alcohol. I don't know where he got it from or who sold it to him at that age. And he showed off to his class by drinking a half a bottle at one time. Also, he used to take things. We were never able to leave around any money around the house. Any single dollar, any penny would right away disappear. He would even go into his brothers' and sisters' rooms and take whatever he saw. If it's money, if it's batteries, flashlights, toys, anything, he would just go into the other rooms and take. Till at some at one point, we, we had no choice and we bought a safe. This is the same type of safes that they have in hotel rooms. And we kept it in our room. And then at one time we went to Chasna. It was a close relative, so the whole family went for the whole Chasna. We were out of the house for many hours. We came back. We found that he took a drill, drilled a whole bunch of holes in the bottom of the safe to make a opening, enough to stick in a few fingers and pull out an envelope from there. And then he covered up the hole with electric tape from the bottom so we shouldn't we shouldn't see that there was a hole made there. During this year and a half, we went to 11 therapists, which I can mention by name. I remember every one of them. Nothing helped. Some of them said they, there's nothing they can do. Some gave ideas which did not work. One said, cut off the internet, so we should be forced to leave the house. Or another one said, don't do anything for him, so he should be forced to have some responsibility for himself. But obviously that didn't help. He, he went a few times and he cut the wires on our modem because we turned it off or because we hit it, we, we disconnected the modem and hit it for Shabbos. So the next time after Shabbos, he went and he cut the wires. And then there are some of the therapists that we went to or just even chizah groups that we went to and they said, there's nothing we can tell you. We, we have no advice for you. One said, after we put him in the hospital and he came out, so one of the therapists we went to to speak to said, you know, just tell him if he doesn't shape up, he's going to go right back and he's going to keep on going back as many times till he shapes up. From about the time he was 17 or just before he was 17, he all of a sudden went down in his Yiddish kite, went down in his from kite. First it was quiet. We didn't really see, but afterwards we saw, slowly we saw that he's going down and down. At the same time, he started staying in his room like 24 7 playing on an ipad or an ipad or watching videos don't know what he was doing but he never came out of his room besides only at night while everybody was sleeping he would come down and make himself food and take it up to his room every time we tried having conversation with him within 10 seconds it turned into a screaming match i was screaming at him what are you doing to yourself you're killing us you're never going to become a mensch and he kept on screaming back, you don't know what do you want from me, just don't bother me, stop talking to me. Then after a few months like this, we decided to bring him to the hospital. We called Atzala, they convinced him to go to the hospital. He was in the hospital for two weeks. They couldn't find anything wrong with him. They said there's nothing they can do, they don't find anything wrong. They send him home. Once he came home, 
he got worse, he officially took off his tzitzis, took off his beard, took off his yarmulke, no film. he was officially not from anymore, and he went back to just being in his room all the time. Then, somehow, he forced us to enroll him in a public school, so he was enrolled in a public school for about a half a year, which he hardly ever went, and then one day, we found a package, an empty package of tray for meat in the garbage can, that was like real bad, so till finally, we ended up coming to Avi. We came to Avi, spoke to him, told us what to do, joined his group. We gave the first gift, which was this year, a week before Pesach. We gave the first gift. On Erev Pesach, Friday Erev Pesach, we gave the second gift. And then on Chalmayed, he finally joined the family on a family trip, which that was like a major breakthrough. It was the first time he actually joined the family, spoke to everyone, it was a whole day trip. We went to a few places, stopped in stores for shopping. That was like a major accomplishment. Then, starting from the second day's Pesach, he joined us till now. He's joining us at almost every single Shabbos meal. We have normal conversations, not about nothing special, but normal conversations. He talks to everyone in the family, jokes with everyone in the family, leaves his room open a lot more. He invites everyone to his room comes to visit his brothers in their room all the time. He asks me all the time to come to his room just tonight. I just spent two hours in his room. And at least we see there is uh, some kind of hope. We buy him beer. I always make sure there's a full supply of beer in the house. And he doesn't really go take one bottle after the other. Sometimes it sits in the refrigerator and the freezer for a week and a half, two weeks till he drinks a bottle. So we see that once you supply it for them, they don't really need it. But now we see that this is the only thing that works. We see he's actually opening up, starting to join the family in all different things. The relationship is much better. When I hear his footsteps in the middle of the night, I'm not worried who knows what he's doing or who knows where he's going or is he going to burn the house down because now we have a much better relationship. We talk. I send him a text a lot of times when I come home from work. I send him a text, I'm home, and he writes back, me too, things like that. Or, for example, when we were, the last time we went to group before Shavuos, on the way back, he wrote on the family, and the immediate family chat, he wrote, where is Dada Mama? Instead of, where is Tati and Mami, he wrote, where is Dada Mama? Like an eight-year-old. So I answered back, we'll be home in 20 minutes. So he writes, there's cheesecake in the freezer. So I wrote, is that for us for now? And he wrote, yes. Which means he went and he made us a cheesecake and notified us that it's there. And now he comes to almost all Shabbos meals. I, I usually go to Zoom, I knock on the door, I say, Mandy, we're having a meal now. And he comes down to the meal. Our daughter was having a very poor year. And as the year progressed, we considered giving her very extensive psychological testing. We had also taken to various psychologists going to Avi. Uh, we noticed that her, she became a happier person and much more motivated in school and 10th grade was a much, much different experience. So today that she's an extremely happy person, she at present is in a beautiful program where she went to the Kvodim in the Ukraine and is now spending a month in Israel, and she's a completely different person. This is an outright miracle from that angry, upset, out-of-control, rebellious teenager and today 
gentle, calm kitten. There are no words to say thank you. TP works. Thank you, Abby. My son was on drugs. He got into heavier drugs, and we were at our wits' end what to do with him. But we continued on doing TP no matter what. Eventually, he went off drugs. He went back. He went again on drugs. He went off. Uh, he didn't go to rehab at all. Uh, by now, he's completely clean of drugs already for a year. And on his own, he decided a year ago to go to uh, yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. And he loves yeshiva, although he's not a learner, never was a learner. He learns two to three shiurim a day, and he was bored learning so little, and he couldn't learn more. So he decided to start helping the cook in yeshiva. So he works part-time in the yeshiva kitchen, and he just doesn't want to leave yeshiva, even though he was so against everything. Recently, I was talking to him, and we were talking about this epidemic now where a lot of kids are committing suicide and dying, and it's horrible that they have no support, and they end up on the streets and end up overdosing. And he said to me, you want to know something, Ma? The only reason I went off drugs was because you guys backed off and gave him the space to think for myself, and I realized that I was destroying my life with drugs. Had you still been pestering me about the drug habit and my bad behavior, I would have been a statistic today. So, TP worked for us. You, Avi Fishoff, saved me, my life, my marriage, my family, my everything. That is playing the pure truth. I 100% would not have been able to handle this crisis without you holding us and guiding us. That he would have been dead is 100%, and maybe me too. I really feel that way. Uh, I'm not just saying this, I really mean it. That's how difficult of a thing this was, and we didn't know how to deal with it. You know, So you should know that, that I am very, very thankful, and I'm saying it you know, in words that are just coming out of my heart now, but you should know that you could put me on your list of Mekayim Nefesh me, my whole family. That's 100% the way I feel. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You should have a lot of courage to continue. This is Avi Fischoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.